I think we've all had the experience of being caught unprepared for something. I'm not necessarily thinking of anything catastrophic, such as Pearl Harbor or 9-11, though those were obviously two good examples of something happening for which our country was not fully prepared. Thinking of smaller details, an appointment or a meeting that turned out to be a day earlier than I thought, for which I was hoping to have a little more time to read up or get my ideas in order. One thing I think in those circumstances when this happens, and I'll admit it's a self-serving thought, is something like this. If only somebody had warned me or reminded me. The difficulty that this excuse uh, making is that frequently we do receive reminders or warnings of an impending event but we choose to ignore the warning or we procrastinate. That's a good Latin word meaning to put off till tomorrow. But the worst kind of failure in this regard is when we only recognize the warning and the reminders after the event. We look back and think, ah, I should have paid attention to that. That would have warned me. All of us know that our lives in this age are finite and that at some unspecified moment in the future, we will meet our Creator, either at our deaths or at the end of the world, whichever should happen to come first. When we are young, that moment seems really far off, and there's maybe not a lot of incentive to prepare. And the difficulty here is that if we don't cultivate good habits, habits of preparedness, if we don't at least practice paying attention to the signs of the times as we get older, we may discover that we actually have quite a lot of preparation to do. We need time to get ready. Maybe we don't have enough time left. We're not quite ready for death, ready to meet the King of Heaven. And these dangers are why we need John the Baptist. He is that someone who's warning me warning us ahead of time, prepare the way of the Lord. Don't wait. Don't think, well, I'll start getting my life in order, but only after I get these bigger barns built and I get to a place of comfort and stability. Then I'll, I'll think about God. I'll think about the end of my life. Now, again, there's nothing particularly wrong with working hard and even prospering in this life. God allows us to partake of the good things in life in many ways. There are plenty of parables about the need that we be enterprising and the advantages of being a good and responsible worker. There isn't anything mutually exclusive about seeking first the kingdom of God and seeking afterward and in this light, in light of the kingdom of God, those goods of this world that make for a flourishing life. The danger is when work becomes its own end and when distraction crowds out compunction and recollection. And here's the good news for you. We don't have to keep track of our goal by ourselves. God has sent us John the Baptist on the second Sunday of Advent every year. Let's just make sure that we listen to his message of repentance today, that we don't put it off until tomorrow if we need that change now. And let us certainly be on guard so that we don't find ourselves unprepared for the Lord's coming and only afterward remember that voice that we failed to heed 
that voice crying out in the desert. And in fact, let us go to that interior desert, that place of no distractions, of not worrying about other things. First, a place of separation from the world, so that we may prepare the Lord's way while there is still time.